0: must be Thursday. Welcome to Learning Unwrapped, the podcast about your most important life skill, learning. In an earlier podcast, I talked about student choice and voice and how before you can even get to student choice and voice, you have to begin with student expression, just getting to hear students' voices. And I talked about the fact that there are three ways, through av- three avenues, if you will, that we use to promote student expression, students talking throughout the day in class and talking about content that is throughout the day in class. One is unlocking the potential of the content, one is unlocking the potential of the learner and one is unlocking the potential of the teacher. So let's talk about unlocking the potential of the learner through what we call a facilitation roadmap. I like to ask teachers, if you are in your learning environment and all of your students are working on learning activities, you know, maybe you gave them a practice or maybe you have a variety of choices uh, that they're engaging in various activities. And just stand back for a minute and look at your classroom. Can you tell me how each individual student feels about what they are doing and learning right now? And whenever I ask that, it definitely gives teachers pause, like, wait, you should be able to tell me how every student feels about their learning, which is the process, and about what they're learning, the content that they're learning. So we talk a lot in schools about social and emotional learning and growth mindset. But do we stop to ask ourselves if we know what our students are feeling? So That's what this is all about. How do we unlock the potential of the learner? By getting to know them where they are and specifically knowing how they're feeling about learning. Because it's not enough to just know cognitively, do you know what uh, step came before? Do you have the prerequisite content, content? But you will either thrive or be taken down by how you feel about learning. For instance, we already know that If students perceive threats in a classroom, their brain will pretty much shut them down from learning new content. They're spending their time deciding, uh, you know, if they should be in fight or flight mode. So it really matters how students feel. And that's what we want to do with unlocking the potential of the learner. So with our facilitation roadmap, the teacher sits next to a student, observes them in action, and perhaps asks a question or two about what they're doing. Through this, the teacher is assessing the mindset of the student and then can use that data to take action. You know, it's funny when we talk about data-driven decision-making, people always think about achievement data, content-related data. So we want to see what the student knows and where we should go next. But this is really asking for that social and emotional learning data. How is the student feeling right now about what's going on? For example, if a student is really frustrated and ready to give up, just feeling horribly about themselves as a learner, the content, they don't know what it's all about. Just teach them, provide instruction, show them, show, just say, let me show you how to to do this and walk them through it. That's where you can do, take the I do, we do, you do approach. Literally slow down and provide that direct instruction to them. But if a student is stuck, but trying to figure it out, and they, they're, they're showing signs of like, wait, wait, I, I can get this. I can get this. I just have to think, uh, you know, it's reminding me of, and you're getting the sense they want to figure it out. Don't ruin the moment by giving them the answer. Don't just dive in and teach it. Instead, connect them to a resource. Um, I was in a classroom once, a first grade classroom, and a young girl comes up to the teacher and says, could you... Um, give me another word for good. I need a, a better word for good. And so the teacher said to her, well, let's think about that. So what do we call those words that mean the same thing as another word? Do you remember? It kind of started with an S and then the girl was like, oh, a synonym. Right, right. A synonym. Okay. Now, do you think there's any place in the room or anybody else in the room that could kind of help you? And the student kind of looked around and she saw the word wall and she goes, oh, the word wall. And she goes running off on her way. Now the teacher could have just rattled off a bunch of words, but instead the teacher stopped and asked the student, is there someplace else, something else in the classroom that could help you out here? And the student in pausing to look, comes up with the word wall and went on her way. So if a student is stuck, but not really giving up on themselves yet, then you wanna simply connect them maybe to a resource, another student, etc. cetera. Um, let's say a student now has achieved the desired learning. They they've figured it out, they're excited about it. Obviously you wanna celebrate with them, but then what? Well, now you wanna pose a follow-up question to propel them into further learning. Years ago, I taught in a computer lab and I was teaching a, it was a programming language called Logo Writer. And the student had to move this uh, pencil around, if you will. They called it a turtle, but move, move this pencil around by giving it directions. Right turn 90 degrees, forward 50 steps, etc. And they would draw something. And I would set my students off with a challenge. You know, we're going to draw a house. See if you can draw a box for the, for the base of the house. And then as a student succeeded at that, I'd say, so do you think you could draw a triangle on top of that box to create the roof? Okay, then they move on to that. And then I would go on, on to maybe a door and windows. And depending on how the student was doing, I would either throw in more rectangles and squares or triangles, but for students who were really rocking it, I would say, Gee, do you think you can get curling smoke coming out of that chimney. And you would see the excitement. They'd be like, oh, right, right. So the idea of throwing out that question that's going to probe the next step, probe further thinking, that's really important. But the bottom line is we have to figure out in our facilitation what step to take. So the facilitation roadmap has a number of conditions for determining what action you will take. I just gave you a couple, but, but let me read them off so that you have them. If a student is working really well, you need to find out more about what they know. So you start asking those questions and that's where you can use the facilitation questions, the five levels of facilitation questions from my prior podcast. If a student is struggling significantly, you just provide instruction. If they're stuck, but they're kind of frustrated, go ahead and suggest the next step without giving them the answer. If they're stuck but not frustrated and help is available other than from you, connect them then to peers and experts and resources. If a student is stuck but not frustrated and has the confidence to, or the motivation to figure it out, then guide them to figure out where the resource is. See, there's a difference between you telling them the resource and you allowing them to figure out the resource. If a student is almost at a breakthrough and just needs a little bit of confidence, just encourage them to keep going, letting them know that they've got this, they can figure it out and you'll come back and and check in on them. And obviously, as I said before, if the students achieve a new level, celebrate that success and then give them something, the next challenge to move on to. Now, you can actually access this, a visual for this through our product MyQ portal. Uh, you just go to www.myqportal.com, click on demo, then access the free content and do a search on the keyword roadmap. That's probably the easiest place to get there. That is one of the free resources that we make available. You can go over to the right. You'll see a PDF file that you can download, print out and use so that you can use the facilitation roadmap to unlock the potential of the learner. As you can imagine, using a facilitation roadmap to meet students where they're at is more likely to get students conversing with you about their learning, both content and process, than asking them questions that are not aligned with the way they're feeling. For example, asking a student who's just mastered a skill some low level comprehension question, well, that's gonna get them to answer the question, but not really get them talking about the content asking a student who's really stuck to apply the learning to a new situation, well, that'll just shut them down. So it's important to really know how the learner is feeling in order to unlock the potential of the learner. So that is in my, in my pathway to getting greater student expression in the classroom, unlocking the potential of the content, unlocking the potential of the learner. And in my next podcast, I'll talk about unlocking the potential of the teacher. Well, that's a wrap. I'm glad you could join me. I hope you'll subscribe, like, and share this podcast and help me spread the word about the power of learning. Till next time.